Welcome to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with information you can use to make better choices. And now, here's home rocket real estate broker, David Jerowitz. Welcome to November 2009. I'm David Jerowitz on the Home Rocket Real Estate Podcast. Very happy to be here. You know, in our last podcast, I said something significant might happen in October financially because that's the way it usually goes. Well, nothing really significant happened that I could see. The stock market did reach over 10,000, which is a nice psychological boost to investors. That's pretty much about it. Uh, that n- Nothing significant occurred <laughs> financially in October. But there were a bunch of issues raised in October that merit our examination. One, will there be a flood of foreclosures coming? Now, you know, we had thought that by now there would be a, a phantom inventory of foreclosures hitting the market. Well, there's a lot of analysis over that that occurred in October. I'll be reviewing that with you. And is there something extraordinary going on with the tax credit? Will there be an extension? Will talk about that. So um, let's begin with uh, whether there's a whole bunch of foreclosures coming. Uh, it hasn't happened yet because I looked at the numbers. We still have, oh, about uh, 5,600 homes for sale here in Sacramento County. Uh, 3,300 of those are really the ones that are for sale. The rest have offers in on them, but are still officially, you know, technically on the market. So let's say 3,300 for sale for real that don't have offers on on them. 1,683 went into escrow approximately in October in the county. So what? That's half of the houses for sale. So we have a two-month inventory in my way of estimating. Of course, you're going to hear other people report on how they examine the numbers, but this is the way I'm looking at it. To me, this is a very robust market. You know, everybody's talking about how slow and sad it is, but it's a very fast-moving market. In fact, if you just try to buy a house in an affordable range and you will be competing with lots of people. I don't know how come nobody ever talks about that. Now, it's very robust, mind you, in the lower price ranges under 250000 It's a lot softer in the upper ranges, which means this is an excellent time to be moving up. If there's some way you can hold on to your existing home so you don't have to uh, go through the trouble of selling it, then maybe holding on to it as a rental and then move up to a larger home, that would be the ideal situation. Although it is possible to sell homes uh, today we have been doing that and so it just you have to be very focused give tremendous amount of value uh, in what you're offering and not expect absolute top value because no one wants to pay it right now so that's the way it is now there's 560 bank repos for sale this is the number that interested me that's about the same as in months past no big change 636 went into escrow so uh, no big change, a little a little more activity than maybe before, but not nearly as much as in times past. So if there is a phantom inventory, it may not hit the market all at once. It might come in dribs and drabs. We don't know. And, and then uh, I'm always fascinated. All this talk about short sales. You know, I, I talk to other agents and they, their companies are telling them, you know, the future of the real estate market is in short sales. Oh, well, maybe so, but it hasn't happened yet. Only 20%, one out of every five houses that closes escrow is a short sale. So for all this hoopla, it still remains a smaller part of the market. Although I got to say it is increasing. When I first started talking about that, 
that. The numbers were about 13% of the market. Now it's around 20%. So it is slowly increasing. And maybe there is a future for short sales. I don't know. I just don't see it as an as an option for a buyer here in early November trying to get a house so they get that $8,000 tax credit. It just doesn't sound like it's, it's going to happen. So maybe for the short term, short sales uh, might go the you know sideways a little bit. But Sacramento foreclosure filings increased 20%. This is an article in the Business Journal. I'm going to read some quotes from some articles so you get an idea of what's going on. It says, Sacramento's foreclosure rate was the 13th highest in the nation among the largest 200 metropolitan areas, ending September 30. And uh, it says 2.25%, 2.25% of all households received a foreclosure filing. Um, so of one kind of another, whether it's a notice of default, notice of foreclosure, etc. So people are filing for, you know, more foreclosures. Now, here's another one. Foreclosures worries ease. So it's not getting worse. It's getting better. Let me see what it, it tells you here. And this is, addresses exactly what I was talking about earlier. I'm quoting from the article now. It says, uh, but the flood of bank repos hasn't materialized. And that's what I've noticed. And now a leading California foreclosure analyst says it's pro- it probably won't. And this is a quote from Sean O'Toole, president of Foreclosure Radar. It says, from the things I'm seeing there's not going to be a wave anytime soon. Oh, so isn't that interesting? He doesn't expect a wave. He, he, is, he says that uh, things will progress as they are kind of like today. And then Los Angeles Times. Now, this article was the stunner uh, of all the ones I read. It says, says, feared flood of foreclosure in California may be averted. Lenders are working with struggling borrowers to keep them in their homes in an effort to keep a glut of foreclosed properties from further depressing the housing market. So there you go. That's what's going on there saying is the reason we haven't had the flood is because the lenders are trying not to take them back. Either do a loan modification of some kind or sell them a short sale, take except less than what they're owed because they say if they do the short short sale, they'll actually net more money if they go through the foreclosure process. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they say. The people that support short sales say that, but I have no proof. I haven't read anything, but uh, it does. The article here in the LA Times does say hundreds of thousands of Californians remain at risk of foreclosure because they can't make the payments on their homes, yet lenders are now more willing to give borrowers time to catch up with their payments, partly out of concern that more foreclosures will further depress the housing market and the value of their inventory. So, isn't that nice? So the lenders are not doing this out of the goodness of their heart to try to help the economy. They're, they're trying to figure out how they can net the most as they struggle through the uh, the down times. Here's another article I thought was interesting. Home buyer credit may be extended. Now, finally, people have been asking me about this a lot. They've been saying, are we going to have an extension of the home uh, credit, the $8,000 home credit? And they say the reason that our numbers are up these past couple of months in various localities across the country is because of that tax credit, because buyers are want to get it so bad that they will do whatever it takes to get in. And then they say, well, what will happen in the event that the tax credit doesn't get renewed? What happens to the real estate market then? Well, that's the speculation. Will it go down because there's no more incentive? Well, the truth of the matter is $8,000, while it sounds like a lot of money, 
uh, can be gotten other ways. For example, the seller could contribute to the buyer's closing costs. 3% of a $200,000 house is 6000 bucks. So, I mean, that, that's a good chunk right there. Um, maybe th the price could be adjusted. You know, prices are soft in some areas. Maybe the price could be adjusted $8,000. You could still get your $8,000 one way or another. So I'm quoting here from this article. Congress is moving closer to extending the life of a home buyer tax credit scheduled to expire at the end of the month. It appears increasingly likely that Congress will extend the home buyer tax credit, especially in light of the persistent weakness of the economy, says Tim Hanford, tax consultant. Support also appears to be growing for expanding the provision, such as by offering a reduced credit to many home buyers who aren't eligible for the existing one. And here's the key sentence to this whole article. Final details are expected soon. So right now, what I'm seeing on the internet is all this speculation. Are they going to increase it? Are they going to stretch it out? Are they going to include more people? Well, we don't know at this time. So I wanted to make sure that uh, you understood that. And finally, the last thing I hear a lot in October is the question of how do you view life now that the game has changed? How do you view life now? Do you become a more frugal or, or, you know, is the glass half empty or do you see an opportunity? I would say people fall into two categories right now. One sees optimism and growth in the future. Others see pessimism and say that it's getting worse. And I don't find anybody in the middle. I pretty much hear, you know, the optimistic one. Now, if you're on the side that they're pessimistic and want to become more optimistic, really how the world is viewed is filtered by our belief system, whatever that is. And, you know, the sun's still shining today and the birds are still flying around. And so the question is, how do you view the world and the future? And uh, if you want to have more of an optimistic view of the future, I recommend reading my book, 33 and a Third Success Shortcuts, I Wish Someone Had Taught Me Sooner. In that book, I describe exactly how people think. And based upon that, your understanding of how people think you can view the world, e even if you don't want to be super optimistic or super pessimistic, at least you could find some kind of a happy balance. So um, we're selling the book, the CD support it's a CDs, uh, the book on CDs and a success journal for $97 at Home Rocket Real Estate, P.O. Box 292995. That's P.O. Box 292995, Sacramento 95829. We pay the tax and the shipping. So it's just $97 to Home Rocket Real Estate. We'll send you the book, the CDs, and a success journal. And if you follow those... I think you will view life a lot more balanced. You know, it's interesting. I've been getting some calls from people who are all have been looking for things like that, and they are doing the exercises that I'm recommending, and they're viewing life totally differently. It's It's been fun to watch. So if you'd like to do that, by all means, contact us today. There's always things that are good happening all the time, and I think we just have to be watching for them. I was frustrated the other day watching the national news and just it, it was so such a downer. I, I've uh, actually stopped watching the news. I, I read the newspaper every day but for some reason TV news is, has gotten uh, very downer. So I don't know I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. We don't have to buy into what everybody else thinks. And so that's what I'm here for. If you're wanting to get from one place to another and don't know how to do it, that's what I'm for. 
give us a call, 916-682-6454. Our website is homerocketrealestate.com, homerocketrealestate.com. I want to thank you so much for tuning us in today. We hope that with real estate and all things, things go good for you. I'm real estate broker David Jurowitz, hoping all your real estate transactions are profitable ones. Thanks for listening to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with David Jerowitz of Home Rocket Real Estate. You can reach him at area code 916-682-6454. Our best wishes to you. Goodbye for now.